eternal wanders of the earthen realm. Multifaceted beings of infinite light and love and bliss and all the other things we're not going to really mention right now because we don't want to give unnecessary fear to the more innocent section of this audience. But this is our Mystica Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I'm your host, Jaren. And also, uh, this podcast is about spirituality and philosophy and life towards enlightenment. Which means basically everything in life, you know, because sometimes maybe you have to talk about TikTok in order to reach enlightenment. You know, in order to to fulfill the desire of talking about TikTok, in order to, to release the desire you would have to talk about TikTok to reach enlightenment. So, yeah, so there's a parallel there. You can make... It tracks. It tracks. In the previous podcast, I may have hinted or implied that it was a positive thing to vote Democrat, and I did not mean to say that. Forgive me. Also, just so you know, I don't even think it's probably a positive thing to even vote for Republican. I don't think Republican or Democrat, if you're living in America... If you're not living in America, it's probably kind of boring to you. But, uh, d- like, why would you continue that process? Anywho, I'm joined by a good soul friend who is thusly named John Paul Henderson, a spiritual business coach and singer slash songwriter. We get into uh, spirituality, business, life, entrepreneurship, all the golden goody gumdrops of everything you ever wanted so please tune in right now i would like to talk about that yeah um pursuing passion i like to talk about myself a lot so i just just recently um i you know august 1st came around right and uh i i've been attempting to pursue my passion for a long time uh ever since i read all those books so many good books you know whether it's like you're listening to abraham hicks or like the secret or neville goddard or these kind of like westernized spirituality where it's always like yeah you can do or john um not even that you know there's um john campbell i think who wrote the hero with a thousand faces and they just talk about passion passion like Follow your passion. Mm. Follow your passion. Just be in your passion. Positive thinking. Be within that, like, embody the state of a millionaire in in a snap of the fingers and stuff like that. And I really like that stuff because it makes me believe, oh, it'll just happen magically or, or something. Like, it'll just happen out of the blue. Um, And then, uh, you know, like, August 1st came around and... I recognize that as, uh, as like a, a, a calling to a more of a realistic uh, determination of where my reality was at because I was just kind of meditating all day and kind of doing. I mean, I, I've I've written books, I made video games and stuff, but the whole perception of those projects changed. And I recognize, like, August 8th, that's the uh, Lion's Gate. That's, like, the 8-8. It's supposed to be abundance. You're supposed to be, like, swimming in that um, sweet, sweet, wealthy energy. And when this uh, came around, I kind of, like, was chaotic. I was, like, frantically searching for a job. 
because I recognized, oh, my projects, they I didn't magically get wealth because I'm positively thinking and everything like that. I think I just, my stuff wasn't good enough. I like, it had no value to anyone in society. So I have to do better and I have to also be comfortable with getting a job and like just helping people in society. And I was avoiding that for a long time. And I I could make that my passion. Like, why not? Why couldn't I be a janitor and make that my passion, like helping people in that way? Um, and so, like, so I got this thought. I can't believe my phone's going off right now. Mute that. Um, I got this thought that, uh, I don't know, I just heard your voice. I just, like, heard your voice in the ether. It's like, John Paul, John. So I uh, uh, came to talk to you. What, what do you what do you what do you say to all all that that turmoil and and you you're a you're a musician yourself and everything and like what is your main passion? Connect all that, whatever, however you want to flow with this. Yeah. So that's there's so many great questions in there and so many um, I can I can hear that you've been on this journey you've experienced a lot of challenges you've uh you know experienced failure or perceived failure and and now you're at this point where you know that you have to pivot you know that you have to change what you're doing right and um what i can say to that is that value like everything value is something that we place meaning on right like we we get nothing has inherent value right i mean it does and it doesn't if we look at it paradoxically right the the scope of the entire universe everything is beautiful and perfect and worthy um but the value that we place on something is just that it's what we place on it right so in society humans, people, they, they place particular value on certain things, right? So if we are providing a service or we're sharing in a way that doesn't necessarily uh, feel like it's uh, what other people want, or it doesn't, they don't perceive it as valuable, then that's when you can get crickets and you can you know, feel like you're failing or you're not doing something right. Um, I think oftentimes it's, it comes down to how we deliver our message. You know, are we speaking to a certain group of people? Um, and that's really important to, um, to basically you're, you're targeting a certain audience and the reason you want to do that is because if you try to speak to the entire world of 8 billion people, then nobody's going to hear your message because there are so many different perspectives, so many different types of people, so many different ways of perceiving. And um, it's just too big of a, a sea to fish in, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So... For instance, if you were only speaking to men, okay, that would cut your audience in half and would narrow your focus that much more. Um, you know, so 
basically what what I feel is really important is getting as clear as possible on exactly who you serve and who you um, would like to reach. And what I mean by that is I'm talking like laser focus. You have an idea of who this person is, what they like, what what interests them, what their struggles are, what kind of solutions they're looking for, like what, what problems they have and how, you know, basically what you're providing can help them get through whatever they're going through or, or solve some sort of problem. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what's valuable to people. People, people want their, I mean, everybody has problems, right. But one of the biggest, one of the most valuable things is solving people's problems, right? Like helping people solve a problem or grow or expand or like, you know, go to the next level in their life. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I had um, someone on, for whatever reason, I deleted the podcast, but it's still on the YouTube. Um, but he was helping me with the same thing. And he said the same thing, kind of like a, what they call, and I guess in bit marketing, they would call it like a target audience. Mm-hmm. You got to like narrow down who you really want to have this information. So the information is more useful, I guess, too. So it's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. For for what I always um, like, my consciousness is always like, but I want to help all the people all at once, all like kind of like that spiritual notion of that, like we're all connected or something. And so whatever perspective I'm putting, like I'm trying to cover all the angles. Like when I do my writing, I'm like, yeah, but if you're a Christian, you're thinking this way. You're an atheist, you're thinking that way. Mm. And maybe you're a spiritual person thinking that way. And so I'm like trying to integrate all of that at, all at once. Mm. And uh, what you're saying is like, no, nah, I don't think that's going to work. That's like you're not re- – now you're not reaching anyone. Like is yeah. that's basically what it is. Yeah, if you're speaking too generally – if your messaging or your your message is too general, it's gonna fall on deaf ears. Like no one's gonna be compelled by it because you're not speaking directly to them. People have so many distractions these days in this age of technology and you know instant gratification. Um, if you're not speaking directly to them, they'll be like, oh, okay, well that's cool, and they'll just go on to the next thing. Live to the next, yeah. yeah nothing of value in their mind in their mind i want i want to take we let's come back to this real quickly if we need to but i wanted to talk about um because i know like in in society right um certainly people like you and me have a heart like uh, i know uh some other people were talking about this have like a harder time getting the if, if if we have a more a message of like spirituality in the mix with our business, so we we're at we're trying to add integrity into this whole thing, right? So we have real authentic conversation, sincerity. We have to d- dive deep into our soul and uh and crash out those demons that um, pretty much suck the energy out of everyone else when. They, for other people it's easy because they that's just part of the machine quote-unquote machine where they just like run on autopilot anyway they don't have to really think about anything it's just done for them good and evil it doesn't matter it's all relative 
Um, it's or or they believe it's all good anyway, so it it doesn't matter, even though there's so many negatives about it. Mm. So so when I look at that, like we um, when we were when I met you at the Ubuntu, for whatever reason, that just felt like that. I felt like that was gonna go somewhere. I felt like that was the future. Like everyone was going to kind of like jump in on this bandwagon. Uh, for people who don't know, Ubuntu was kind of like a contribution. We were trying, we were just exploring the idea of like, is there a different way we can interact with each other that doesn't involve kind of like um, the, the, the system that we're within, like maybe a more cooperative system. It was basically like a huge co-op, basically. It was just like, how can we have a huge co-op where people are fairly treated in all aspects and have whatever resources they need? And basically it just, it, it didn't work because... Um, how could, like, it It would have to involve everybody. It just involved a small group in Kansas City. It's not going to, like, how are we going to get the wood to build the house? Like, how are we going to get the um, car? Like, we need mechanics and stuff. We, we need engineers. We need, like, solar panel people. And, and we didn't have that. We just had a, a group of loving people, which was kind of, with, I mean, I don't regret that experience at all because it was freaking amazing, especially when you were playing music Everyone was like gathering around and we kind of like for a moment, we felt like this is must be the future. Like for whatever reason, it felt like this is the future. This is it. Like we're here. We have arrived, especially when you were playing your music. I felt um, what, what did you think about that experience? What was that experience like to you? So the Ubuntu uh, Ubuntu experience, um, I felt like it was. I, I can relate to everything you said. And um, yeah, it, it was a beautiful experience in a lot of ways. I, I feel like it brought together all, a lot of spiritually minded, heart centered people in the Kansas City area. And I made some of my really strongest connections there. I made some great friends through that experience. And um, energetically i think it just fizzled out because it was almost like fighting fire with fire uh, the from this is my perspective so you know the idea is contributionism i believe is what it was called and uh, the idea was everyone pitches in and contributes in the way that they feel aligned and that really lights them up. And then through that, we make money and then we use that money to get rid of money. <laughs> so it was, it, it was like fighting fire with fire. Let's, you can't, I, I don't feel it's energetically aligned to try to use something to get rid of that same thing, you know? So it's like using fire to get rid of fire doesn't work. It just makes it, you know, bigger. A bigger problem or a bigger issue so yeah the the experience overall was was awesome and um i i really enjoyed it and um yeah as far as the oneness thing i mean you, you mentioned that earlier i believe that we are all one and that is true and we're all individuals and we're meant to kind of dance between the two the two ideas you know not 
letting go of our individuality to the point that we disidentify with our unique expression because to me that is the reason we incarnated here is to express our uniqueness and you know to me that is what uh, spiritual entrepreneurship does it allows us to be in full alignment on all levels you know so we're alignment we're aligned spiritually we're aligned mentally emotionally and physically because we're we're bringing an income we're supporting ourselves that way um yeah so to me that's the ultimate ultimate state <laughs> yeah i like that there's a lot of people saying that this is what we're moving towards is kind of like a more entrepreneur more individual entrepreneurship with integrity obviously it seems like if you have an individual that's doing that's like being more independent maybe there's there's something there that's like now now you have more integrity as opposed to like a corporation that kind of just is working more like a a, a weird mechanism that uh kind of um doesn't have that um, consciousness within it. Uh, but for, for me, I have to like remove these like negative ideas about, um, I mean, you know, I'm looking in, like I'm looking into all the politics of things and I see that as really divisive. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to pick a side, but I, I still know I have to, uh, I mean, no one has to, but I'm saying like, if I want to pos- positively, move my energy somewhere i would have to support some sort of position within the collective like agreement of capitalism and um governmental systems and i I totally agree with people that say you don't have to do any of that too i totally agree with those people as well um so so there's like this negative idea that um our system is a negative like it's it's operating as a negative in of itself so i never wanted to join it for that reason alone i i wonder if you can like say any any like somehow somehow like exercises demon from me so that i can i don't know well i i I will say i can't save you but maybe i can (laughs) provide some insight uh that would be good enough you know i i i think we all struggle with that you know this this concept that the system that we're in was set up to control and enslave the masses and keep us um, unaware of our own power. And I feel like now we're many more of us are stepping into our own power. And I think spiritual entrepreneurship allows us to do that. Uh, And I feel like we all have, the the 99 percent has the power it's just are we aware that we have the power right um do we do we believe in ourselves enough um and energetically i feel like that old structure is already crumbling it's just a matter of time and a lot of us uh, who are in the spiritual entrepreneurial world, we're building this new paradigm 
and the and entrepreneurship is helping us do that because we're able to support ourselves and we're operating within the capitalist structure but um we're we're creating abundance for ourselves and we're we're working together too i i don't think it's meant to be done alone i think it's actually meant to be done more and more of a community oriented way um making connections building relationships um sticking together you know you invited me on this podcast things like that those that's how we that's how we shift the narrative and and you change this paradigm um so yeah there's yeah that there's there's so many i don't know there's so many ways we can um change how we like operate in this this system i know like a lot of people want um kind of like a socialism kind of like oh i wish we had uh or maybe even extremely communism kind of like reality set up but but what we can do as individual like uh, that that's kind of i don't know who, who knows how far in the future we could achieve and even call it that we probably wouldn't even call it that we would just call it like humanity being humanity being in a community but like on the local level i was someone like as an entrepreneur i realized oh you could just set up a co-op though that's already an option within the system it's just that no one does it because i don't know why no one does it but there was there's like a you know dr bronner's soap or whatever, like that, that Dr. Brown's is like whatever organic natural soap or as organic, I don't know if it's mm. as natural as possible, but certainly it's got all the ingredients that are conducive to the human body and not as, not as poisonous as the other brands. So that's like being more integral. Their, their company is a co-op. And so they have like profit sharing and um, I don't know, they give all their, like their employees can vote on what happens in the company and that just feels like wow that's that's stepping into power right there like you're giving people i guess that was dr bronner who started it so he probably he was just an upstart entrepreneur probably by himself making soap bars i guess just he started that way and then he realized oh i can get more people involved in this and they can be just as i like they're going to vote on like they're part of the same thing it's not like i'm a ceo that is just like giving commands and i don't know harvesting the resources of the earth or whatever like that, that couldn't happen under a co-op because people would all have the conscience to be like no let's not do evil we we would do good and so yeah there's some there's something to the, the entrepreneurial thing i feel it's just also at the same time it's it's scary for me because it, it feels like oh well, i don't want to i don't want to be in control of the, like right i don't want to i want um uh, i don't know like i, I don't want to be a business per like that whole um that word business kind of like um i guess i have i still have like negative definitions of it just because i assume that oh business equals like gross uh, manipulator, exploiter of workers and stuff like that. But that's not necessarily true is what you're saying. And, and more people are realizing that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I truly believe that there's a light and a dark side to everything. So capitalism, there's a, there's a dark side, obviously where we've experienced oh, that. Yeah. 
Clearly. And there's a light side, you know, there's a light side to capitalism. And to me, that is, that is the um, idea that we can provide a service to someone who really needs our help. And I I work in the service uh, sector of entrepreneurship. So like I work with a lot of coaches and healers and and those types of people. And them being able to provide a service to someone and help people grow and transform their lives, that's incredible, you know? So that is an aspect of capitalism because they're, they're paying for a service, uh, but they're also getting so much out of it. They're, they're transforming their lives. And just imagine that one person transforms their lives and then they create a ripple effect in their own reality and with everyone they touch, you know, so it it has a domino effect, I believe. Um, And when it comes to business, yeah, we've all, we've all seen the manipulative uh, business practices and, you know, uh, social media using our, uh, you know, using our, the, our information to market to us and really, really sneaky ways you know that 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 definitely happens um yeah and i believe that's the that's the dark side of of business you know so and you know choose i think it's how we choose to focus our energy that matters most because if we focus on the the dark darkness then we that's what we're going to see more of in our reality. I'm not saying deny the darkness because we can't do that. Yeah, and right. that would be spiritual bypassing. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying like, we have that's to acknowledge, okay, there is, there's this dark side of it. We've got to be aware of it. Yeah. Being aware, but then change it, acknowledge it. Hey, there's this dark side of business and that's, it's like really shady, but you know what? I, I'm going to focus on this part and we're going to just create this. We're going to alchemize this. We're going to create this. New yeah. That's the operating. word. Whoa. Yeah. Cause it's, um, it, it's like, you know, we, when we focus on the negatives and stuff, and, and I mean, even talking about it, maybe people will be like, Oh, you're still bypassing. But, um, actually, uh, uh, uh like when, when you talk about the negatives, you, you just like, you're, you're, it's great to be aware of it, but then you have no solution. You're just like saying, this is why it's bad. And you focus on that. And so your, your, your constructive energy, which, which is just what you're saying. You're like, yeah, but you're supposed to be like making something better than that negative. Otherwise it, it, the, the negative is just going to continue. The meeting will end in 10 minutes. Oh, snap. That's not many time. Oh, I didn't if know. You make me the host. If you make me the host, we can um, change. Let me do that really quick. Right now. I have a okay, you're so. you're a host. Okay. Okay. Do you have pro? You got pro on this? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll continue or or you will hang up or whatever, and uh, just so it's an hour. But yeah, that was a great point, and I was gonna say something else to that effect, tying that together. Um. So uh, that's the, like, that's where we have to work from either way. That's what I've found is like, we have to, like, there's no other, you can't, like, you could make a new society, right? Like some spiritual leaders have done, but those have always failed, it seems. And they've always seemed really cultish. I don't know. They get in a kind of like really fearful state because they're disconnected 
from the rest of society. And so they get, you know, maybe, I don't know, they start accumulating guns or whatever um, because they're afraid of the government or, you know, taking their power away from them and just as the government is afraid of those people taking power from them. Mm -hmm. And so it, it always it always seems like, dang, I, I guess integration uh, has to be the way. Like, there, there has to be that. I don't know if that works in politics exactly. But we're not talking about politics right now. We're just talking about how an individual um, can can make their life better and their and life better for other people just by the, just by decision within our society. Like free will, it's plenty of opportunities so long as you can um, find it. And certainly, we got to provide more opportunities for people yeah. to, to find it because it isn't yeah. that way right now. Yeah, and, and I, I agree. Like integration is really the way, you know. Like um, there's a lot of spiritual bypassing in the spiritual community and positive focus only and all these things. But you know, and and it's also easy to get trapped into like negative spirals of just going down these rabbit holes okay. and seeing all this negative stuff all the time, right? Uh, and I've struggled with that in my own life. Um, what I've realized is that okay the dark the dark plan is the the dark plan's not gonna necessarily go away okay they're gonna try to carry out their plan and that's just the reality but we're also gonna carry out our plan and we've already won in the end we've already won uh so the, to me like that's how i look at it and i just like for instance for because if you're if you're in the side of the right, like what more do you need? You like that's what yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, we're supported by the divine. You know, we're supported by God and the Creator, or whatever you believe. You know, maybe I shouldn't have said right, but <laughs> anyway, go yeah, go on. Whatever Sorry, you believe, we're we're supported by that because th that that energy is universal loving intelligence. It's it's unconditional yeah. love. You know, it, it's yeah and. Anything that's not that is just not going to last very long. You know, it's just it's just there to provide contrast, and that's really what darkness is. It's there to provide contrast so that we can have this human experience of polarity. Um, and what I've found is that by acknowledging the darkness, acknowledging what what's going on. Okay, they're trying this again. Okay, here's another. <laughs> media thing yeah. that they're, it's, you know, they're, they're right. you know, putting the show on. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. They're trying this. Okay. And then just honoring whatever feelings come up around that, you know? So like mm. integration in the basic form is acknowledging what you're seeing or what you're experiencing, really allowing yourself to feel it fully because that's what brings light to that, those fears or whatever is in there, you know, whatever you're, we're feeling. If say it's we're, we're afraid or we're sad that this is happening or whatever it is, allowing yourself to fully feel that. And then just giving that part of ourselves unconditional love. And those three steps, yeah. that, that is what I feel helps us integrate that. And once we've integrated that, we... We've loved our fear. We've loved our sadness. 
then we can shift our perspective consciously toward building solutions. Yeah, that that it feel because when I go back to the past, like go listen to these spiritual channelings from you know whatever the sixties, the seventies, kind of kind of like people talking about the same thing. They're like, oh yeah the the politics was like the exact same it was kind of like this unified negativity like and, and they tried third party and that didn't work because they would be stifled and and stuff like that and then they talk about ecology and they're like yeah we have the same ecological problems as we do today and um how but it always seems like there was alarmists that always said like it's going to be the end of the world in like five years or something or 10 years. And then that never occurs. Like, Oh snap, we still have this, the society is still working in it's 2022. Like people said Jesus would like descend from the skies by now or, or um, the apocalypse would occur in my encounter and stuff like that. It always seems like there is like this, like small positive uh, uh, force, like, and and that's what you were saying, like, so if we don't focus on, like, the end of the world and stuff like that, or, I don't know, some fascist taking over, like, I guess that was the main topic for a while, just, like, fascism is going to take over, and everyone's going to be under fascism for a while, or something like that. That didn't happen, um, but we always seem to get distracted by that negativity instead of like using our energy constructively. It always seems like that. Yeah. If it, 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 it was totally the same. Like for me, I can't, I'm not, of course I was in all of that. I was like, oh yeah, it's just the economy is going to collapse in a few days. And so I'm just going to like buy some food and gold and just not do anything to help anyone. That's basically what I, I was like. I'm like, I'm just going to write about stuff and do a podcast but as far as I'm concerned, like, I, I don't need to help any more people because it's going to be the end of the world in 2012 and then 2017 or, or I don't know, the Pleiadians will come down in 2019 and, and stuff like I keep falling for those games mm. instead of staying grounded within reality where it's like, what can you do now to be constructive? <laughs> like, there's nothing more to do. Uh, uh, yeah. So now, like, August, I've feel it like now i feel like i can never fall for that again perfect like no matter what even if there is there probably will be like some sort of economic downturn actually but even then people are still going to have to help each like you're still going to have to live in reality where people are going to have to help each other find new ways of um interacting possibly like different kind of money sources or whatever they want to do different new programs to like give people housing and stuff like that. That's still like, it's not going to be an instant instantaneous, uh, extra dimensional shift. It's going to be a, um, a lot of work. I guess that's what's scary about it. Especially for me, my, I don't know if it's my, uh, past, uh, self maybe building the pyramids or something for years and years. My ancestry was building the pyramids and I'm afraid of a little bit of work, but now I, I'm like, yeah, okay, no work is good. Like something within it, there's something, there's a, like a principle there that helps us ascend. I feel like, I feel like there's some sort of ascension print, just like the monks that clean the temples, you know, they just like clean it so well and so good, polish it to a perfection 
There's some sort of like essential principle about improving ourselves that um, uh, seemed really scary at first. It seemed like I don't want to do any of this uh, when I was young. Like I, I felt like it was an imposition on me. And so in that way, uh, maybe the evil is like, this is where, where people say like, maybe the evil is helping us more than we think. Like maybe they're, <laughs> they're actually pushing us towards heights that, that, um, they can just do that because we're, we, 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 we haven't grown in power. So, so they'll continue to do that until we grow in consciousness and grow in power and, and, and not be afraid to, to speak, um, to speak the truth whenever we see the truth we it's like don't but all but also i know we were talking early uh earlier there's also this idea of like not being you know uh uh not being rude to people kind of like you have to respect you were talking about that like you don't want to be controversial you want to kind of integrate great so so anyway that what was where where did i let, leave off i was like yeah, there, there's something pushing us towards more consciousness. Not that we we we, we need to excuse the, um, the unpreferable behavior that's happening in the world, because obviously that the the challenge is taking it all in, taking all that in. I hear the further we reach in the positive, the greater we see the negative. Yeah. I, I feel like that that makes sense like the more bliss we have the more potential for pain and, and suffering uh because of where we're heading which is a more which will probably be balanced out later on right now yeah <laughs> right now we're like going through a tunnel of 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 chaos um and i don't know how long much longer that'll be it might be for a while uh it's, at least it's been that way on earth for quite some time so mm -hmm. uh yeah. So, so knowing all of that, um, is is it just about balance? Like, is it just about like staying grounded, or is it about focusing, finding your passion, like finding what it is you do best, or is it about? Does it matter really? Like, am I just like overthinking it? And, and everything yeah well that's a great question and i really resonate with everything you were saying you know the darkness is going to be there and it's going to keep doing its thing until we realize that you know we don't need to we don't need to be controlled or, or overpowered anymore you know we we have the power within us um and yeah i i feel like on a lot of levels, um, it is about balance, but like I said before, it's also about focus. Like, you know, there's so much negativity that we're bombarded with if we allow ourselves to be. Uh, so, and that's why it's called paid programming, right? It's paid programming. <laughs> they're, pro they're like literally trying to program us to having these negative thoughts and feeling these negative feelings. And, you know, if we want to get super woo woo, then we can go into the topic of harvesting mass consciousness energy. Yeah, I love doing that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like, I like to think about that sometimes. That's another agenda there that, that they, they are 
trying to harvest like anger energy, fear energy, because it feeds their overlords or whatever it may be, right? So, and we and we can even on that. a even on a grounded level that that seems to work on like a political scale. Like all they have to do is divide us through I don't know. It's recently it's been medical, a medical procedure yeah. it was just the one thing that was able to divide everybody. It was yeah. so crazy how, how easy it was. Um, well, and, and, so. and what I, what I, how I see all this is it is okay. It's an opportunity for us to, step into our sovereignty, step into our power, um, unite together and also pro and also polarize a little bit, you know, realize what we actually do believe in and like what we really stand for and then hold our ground there, you know, and start creating this new paradigm, start creating this new reality. Um, and the way I see it is like, Playing, like creating a new game is a lot harder than playing the game in our own way. Like they're like, you have to play our game this way. And we're like, no, we're gonna play your game this way and we're gonna use it to uh, funnel energy into our own projects or you know, our own visions, our own, uh, our own desires and our own um, vision for humanity, yeah. So it's a dance. I feel like it's really a dance. Um, balance. Yeah, I, I like, you know what I like better is harmony. I think you said that just now. Harmony yeah. is to me almost more fluid than balance. Because when I when I think of balance, I'm like, oh, it's got to be even or something, right? Uh, I don't know. Balance feels kind of boring. Yeah, but, harmony but harmony like feels flow. like... Harmony is like, yeah, harmony is like, whoa, that's like a, a, a an energy, a synergy. It's exciting. It's blissful. It's fun. It's it's happiness. Yeah. Balance is sort of like, oh, you got to weigh the scales. And it's just like yeah. getting a job or something somewhere yeah. you don't want to work. Like a coal miner has to have balance to I don't know, yeah. mine the coal every day. We don't <laughs> want that. We want, we want something fun. And what we see now is like, not only is it not fun, it's it's creating awful suffering, like in Africa or, or um, places like these where I, I feel like America has a ton more responsive. Maybe this is a little arrogant to say, but like maybe America has a way more responsibility being kind of like a, a, a police of all these um, other countries that we, we we have to we have to like uh, um, talk with people about these things more have these conversations be more sincere and and like you said yeah like grow into our power with with like some sort of entre like some sort of way to be independent from those mechanisms that create all those kinds of all those kinds of yeah yeah and interdependent upon each other too you know that's why i feel community in the entrepreneurial world is really important um and as far as policing the world you know there's a lot of negative agendas that go along with that um and there are well-meaning people do, doing things to try to help other people too personally i feel like um 
we all do the best we can in each moment. Oh yeah. You know, with each topic that comes up, each like new thing, we do the best we can and we just lean on each other when we need um, a helping hand or guidance or, or just a friend uh, shoulder to cry on, you know, like it's not an easy journey. Uh, but I do believe we signed up for this and, you know, we came here because we have these unique gifts to share. And that's, that's what I've been, that's what I focus most of my energy on. And since my awakening in 2016, it's been, okay, how do I create a life that's aligned on all levels with my purpose? Because if I was created to do this thing, I want to do this thing to the best of my ability and like express this part of me to, to the utmost, you know, um, something I, I often refer to and think about when I think about expression and unique expression is just looking at nature, you know, and when you look at nature and you see all of these plants, just look in a garden, for instance, you see all these different types of plants and there's flowers and, and, you know, all of these different, you know, sizes of, there are different sizes and shapes and what are they doing? They're reaching up to the sky as wide and as tall as they can go. No matter if they're just a little blade of grass or they're this huge tree, they're all stretching up and opening their arms to the divine and they're offering their gifts. That's what they're doing. They're offering their unique expression to the world just by being in that unique expression. I think that's where our power is and that's where um, we feel most fulfilled. That's where we have the greatest impact. Yeah, that like totally flipped my perspective because, um, you know, I, I just shift perspectives whenever viable because sometimes I don't want to feel important at all. I don't want to be, you know, so I'm just talking here. Like just I don't really want to be powerful in that sense. Like I, I know we still have innate power no matter what. But I just want to like be in nature. I Sometimes I want to um, like I feel like. I, I, I watch these, I watch people play video games sometimes, you know, like I do stuff that's extremely trivial that it just makes me feel good. Like, oh, I'm glad I'm doing this because now I feel like I have more life in me because it's funny to watch two people, you know, getting mad at each other playing a video game or, or, or something. And then I think to myself, maybe that's what I want to do in life. Like maybe I want to do something that's really trivial um, for, you know, just ma- not all the time. Right. But, but like still have important, meaningful things going on. But I feel like, wow, wouldn't that be a great way to make a living is just by playing video games, by doing stuff that's not really impactful in, in, in the way we were just talking about, um, in the way of a society shifting, tetonic shifting harm, harmony, but in a in a kind of like a really personal, uh, allevi- a, a personal alleviation at least, like maybe I don't need to play a, as big a role in this thing as I thought. Like I, I think that a lot of times I I feel like 
maybe that is more my path. Like, you know, maybe uh, I'm not going to be whatever uh, Joe Rogan or um, all the famous influencers and, and stuff like that. Um, I don't have to go that path because maybe I, I'm not suited for that role right now in my incarnational cycle or, or whatever it might be. And so I, right now I feel like, oh, I just take it a little bit. Maybe I just need a little bit of that, like a little time to do trivial things. I, I, what do you, what do you say to that? Like, do you, do you do trivial things in your life that like, does it have meaning to do those things or are we supposed to be pulling away from those things? What, which, what is it? What is it? Well, I think we all do trivial things sometimes, you know, uh, I watch shows on Netflix and I used to never do that. Like for 10 years, I didn't own a TV and then, Whoa. you know, yeah. And then I got interested. Well, I got interested in these superhero shows you know, watch oh, hey. superheroes and of course that's the hero's journey. Like, right. Like, like yeah. talking about Joseph Campbell. Um, I think you said Joseph Campbell. Yeah. 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 And it, and it, and it, the archetypes fits into the, like the humanity arc. There's right. so much connection with the story and fiction. I want to talk about that too. Well, well, we all, we all, it's like, here's the thing. We have to embrace all parts of ourselves and not shame any part of ourselves for anything that we're doing. Like, you know, if it's, if it's serving us in some way, then that's why we're doing it. Okay. Like, even if we're like, sir, we're addicted to something, it's serving us in a way. Now, does that mean we need to just go out and do a bunch of drugs and like, you know, check out? Um, no, not necessarily, I, but I've done not it. Not necessarily. Past. Before I, before I got on the spiritual path, I did it because I wasn't ready to face my pain from my past. So it was serving me in that time period in my life. Um, and I've released any shame and guilt around that. You know, I just realized, you know what, uh, it, I wasn't ready to face my pain. So I, you know, I was an alcoholic and I was all these things, um, you know, and for instance, yeah, I, so I, I think we all do trivial things. Um, and when it comes, I feel like sometimes, sometimes like maybe, I don't know, in, in Tantra, they call it Tantra Buddhism or something like that. It's kind of like the idea that we have these desires within us. Right. And so if that desire is still within us, do, do we, do we, we have to kind of like go through that desire. And when, when I realize, um, so, so we have to kind of like fulfill that desire and just see, oh yeah, the, the desire is, you know, it's just another thing, another experience that you really didn't need it, but you really, but you had to go through it anyway. Otherwise you wouldn't have known. And for a long time, like I was trying to, um, you know, I went through my drug phase as well. I was just smoking weed all day, uh, watching conspiracy documentaries or spiritual documentaries and stuff like that. And it was, and I don't regret a single moment of it. It was actually really fun um to do all that but there was a hidden pain like you said there was a hidden pain where i didn't want to talk with people i didn't want to interact with society at all because i, I didn't feel like i belonged um and uh, so i feel like 
maybe so now i realized suddenly oh i have a desire for money like i really kind of want like i i i can say i'm spiritual all day all day and night but i'm not being authentic i'll it'll always be a a, a bypassing a, a, a um um, an ignorance of my reality, which is I, I want money. I, I like I, I can't deny that it's great to have um, that uh, like supports like that ticket of freedom that gives you a house and a, a car yeah. and all, all those wonderful food and, and things. And it kind of sucks because it, it goes back to the like the idea of a target audience going back full circle. Because mm -hmm. I um, totally want people like a lot of the times when I'm doing my spiritual work, I want people to see me as spiritual. Because then, then they will come to me. Then, then I will get the money and 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 everything. So I have so, <laughs> so that's my dichotomy. Um, maybe you can help me sift out further or, or, or say something else on the matter, but it, it, it's, it's, it's the dichotomy of like, I want to be the most spiritual possible. So I'm just thinking of Jesus Christ where he, he didn't deal with money and stuff. And he, he was all, or did he, maybe we don't really know about that. He was all kinds of uh, spiritual, just like made his own way. He like broke free of all the systems and I wonder, like, wow, that's actually an option. I could do something like that, but I don't know if I have the uh, the wisdom to do that. I, I don't know if I'm an, uh, an avatar like he is. And they say we are. We're all avatars like Christ. We're, we all could be Christ. So what's stopping you, Jaren, to... Or, or John Paul from you know make, making a real a real statement, or is that deluding my? Maybe that's deluding myself to to say those kinds of things, and I have to just kind of like fit into where whatever level I'm at. <laughs> I think yeah, there's a lot there, man, and and thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's so valid everything you said. Uh, personally, I don't necessarily feel like we need to try to be anything other than ourselves, you know, like Jesus Christ was an amazing example, probably the, the most uh, powerful example of God self-realization that walked this earth. I've had two personal experiences with him and it was the, they were the most powerful experiences of my spiritual awakening journey, you know, and can you yeah. share one of those? Uh, yeah, I can share one. Let me talk. Let me just circle back to money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And then I'll share, I'll share one of my experiences. So when, when it comes to money, like what if we could, you know, kind of just get rid of that idea that money's not spiritual because, you know, like to, there's this idea in spirituality, like in order to be spiritual, you have to deny all of these material things deny all these parts of yourself you know especially in like uh buddhist culture and stuff um oh, and i'm yeah. not like bad mouthing buddhism i just don't personally align with denying any parts of ourselves and that includes our humanness like we in this society it is a fact that we need money to operate and function and what if money was actually a very spiritual thing to have what if that was just a um, 
And what if that was a like indicator, an indicator of our level of abundance that we feel on the inside, you know, um, that prosperity consciousness, you know, where we, we receive and then we give and we circulate all of this money, which is just a tool and that is basically an exchange for value. And we're receiving all of this value and we're giving to others. The more money we have, the more better, the more that we can do good in the world, you know? So if we flip that on its head and just be like, you know what? Actually, money is spiritual. It's one of the most spiritual things that we can uh, do. It's just when it gets into greed, where we, you know, see there's a light side and a dark side to money too. Yeah, like I get it. Greed now is I dark get it. side. It's like, oh no, I want all this money for me. And I want to like step on all these people to get it. You know, that's the dark side of money. The light side is I want, I want to like focus my energy on, um, on prosperity consciousness. So I can receive money and then I can give more to others at, at the same time. You know, I'm supporting myself, which is a very spiritual thing. I think is supporting ourselves, um, and then using the money that we receive to support other people. Yeah. And, and, and really quickly, it's like, um, yeah, that, that I always forget about this. I don't know why yeah, uh, people always have to c continually remind me. It's like, yeah, it can be good. Um, um, it, the idea is like, we need to like more abundance. Like everyone has to have that abundant, like money has to have this abundant loving feeling to it. So then we it, it's like going through a desire just like my drug phase or whatever uh other phases i went through where i was just addicted to something it's like well yeah but you have to go like if you if if for example if you're eating meat or, or dairy or something you have to eat a lot of that you have to you love you have to love it you have to be like hell yeah this is good this is who i am i don't care about any of the other stuff because it's my desire and so if you want to be free from a desire, you have to use money. You have to, you, you got to use it. You got to use it. You have to give it to people so more people can have it. So more people can use it. So they feel good about it. And then they speak of the, you know, the higher societies, like the extraterrestrials that don't even eat food that, you know, have a one up on, on vegans and stuff where they're like, yeah, we don't even eat food. We're not there yet. We don't have money. We're not there we yet. Don't, we have, <laughs> yeah, we're not. That's that. Yeah. Egg. egg exactly we're not that why would we judge ourselves from that and they don't even judge us they're like yeah you can do whatever like you're supposed to be doing a list you're supposed to be even a little bit of war here and there is for some of some people kind of need that yeah and no, to 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 no, work out things yeah no 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 other race is gonna save us like no ets or yeah. no, no one's gonna save us they're just here to remind us that we have the power within us and that we can save ourselves and it's our yeah. journey you know it's not so like I think embodiment is really embodiment and integration of all aspects of ourselves is really the way forward and, and much more than transcendence or, you know, trying to deny our humanness. Like we, we're human and we're spiritual, you know, people yeah. say, Oh, I'm not, I'm not a human or I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. Yeah, that's true. But you're also a human. 
You're a human having a human experience. Both can be true. And that's what embracing the paradox is about, right? Like integrating, embodying all these ideas that from different perspectives, they can be true. That's, this is so healing for me. I gotta, I have to play this podcast in loop for me to just like, like for me, it's about patience now. Like I realize, oh, whoa, yeah, of course, this is an infinite cycle here. The people I interact with, I know why I'm interacting with, like I know the energies of them and I have to be patient. Like my soul is eternal. This society, I'm just here to like contribute whatever amount I'm supposed to contribute. I mean, it's not like I'm not an archetype of uh, to, to do all those things. And um, can, can you talk about your, before we leave, um, you can say anything else, but can you talk about your, uh, an experience you had with Jesus? Like, yeah. What, how was that? Yeah. So, um, before I get into that, I just wanted to comment on what you said, what it all comes back to for me yeah. is expressing our uniqueness because we are an individual aspect of God. We are God. We're not like the creator incarnate necessarily you know like we don't have all the power you know like not yet <laughs> but we're a piece of god like so we are god in that aspect and we're here to express our individual uh essence in the world that's that's what i believe personally so you know god split itself into all these like infinite pieces in order to experience itself as something that wasn't God, because in the beginning there was just God and God, you know, was the universe and everything. Right. But God split itself into these. Okay. There's a, there's polarity. Now there's a positive and negative. So now I can experience myself as what, what's not me because it's the opposite of me. So that's why like darkness exists in the, in the first place. But then, you know, God split itself into all these individualized aspects and that I believe is what we need to remember like we are a part of god and god flows through everything and we're here to express our individual uniqueness at and the in the most magnificent way that we can and and unconditional love for ourselves and other people is one of the doorways to that yeah it's sometimes it's really hard to remember like unconditional for me I'm, i get too impatient i think it is where i'm like no you have to be better now you you have to be uh, the ascended master right now you have to be jesus right now yeah and if you're not jesus you're not doing good enough but that it doesn't work like that's not how it works it's it's about exactly what you said it's like you're actually you're yelling at yourself you're yelling at another aspect of God, which is yourself. So you're just kind of yelling at yourself. Yeah. Um, unconditional love is the way. It's always been that way. Uh, it's good to remind. Yeah. Tell, tell us about Jesus. Tell us the story about Jesus. Okay. So I, I've had two experiences with Jesus Christ. And, and um, I grew up Christian and Southern Baptist. And um, I never really felt in my heart that, it was the truth of what my soul knew to be true. Um, in college, I 
really started going on down my own path. Uh, during that process, though, I denied, uh, I mean, I, I turned away from Christianity, but I also turned away from Jesus Christ. And I actually, um, I felt like I like badmouthed him, slandered him, you know, and just like made him out to be a joke because he was connected to the church and the church was, you know, not, you know, I was just like bitter and all these things. Right. Well, that was, uh, quite a number of years ago. And, uh, when I got on my spiritual awakening in 2016, I started doing my healing work. I started meditating. I started praying every day and I quit all these substances cold Turkey. And I was just like, okay, uh, well, God got my attention in three and with a series of three things. Um, and you know, after my attention, after my attention started shifting to my healing, I started doing my work and, um, yeah. So a few months went by and I was experiencing a lot of growth on the journey. I was experiencing so much beauty and joy along the journey. And uh, I was still dealing with some of my demons from the past, you know, too, like really just deprogramming myself, releasing a lot of old energy. Well, one night I was at this coffee shop and I had this weird feeling. It was like almost like this anxious feeling just come over me. And it was almost like I felt paranoid all of a sudden. I thought some like my computer wouldn't work. And I thought somebody was like trying to hack my computer. And I was like looking around and I felt this really intense energy. And I ended up leaving the coffee shop. I went and parked my car by this cafe near my house when I lived in, I lived in Nashville at the time. And, um, I just sat there and I, uh, at the time I was reading this book by Doreen Virtue, Doreen Virtue called Divine Guidance. And Divine Guidance talks about how to call in angels. And she was like, this is what you do. This is how you call in angels and you can call in other, other beings too. And I was like, Oh, well, I'm calling other beings. Well, let me just, let me try calling on Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> you know, like, let's go, go straight to the top, go straight to the spiritual authority. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I called him forth. And as soon as I did that, I immediately felt this, just huge, warm presence in front of me just this big warm loving presence and he was emanating so much unconditional love that i instantly burst into tears because it was just so powerful i couldn't contain my emotions like it just i was healed i was being healed by just being in his presence right just bawling and crying so so much and um yeah and so I, I I was surprised, obviously, that he was there, but I was so grateful because it was it was like the most powerful experience I had ever had. And I just I asked him, I was like, can you please just take this fear from my heart and replace it with love? 
you know, that's what I asked. And I immediately felt this energy being pulled out of my heart <laughs> and just this opening, my heart just like burst open. And of course I just started bawling even more. And it was just this a beautiful, beautiful experience. And, uh, then I, you know, I was, I was crying for, uh, you know, uncontrollably of course. And, uh, I was just amazed and blown away by the whole thing. And after that, I decided to ask him, I was like, um, I just want you to know, I'm, I'm sorry for slandering your name. And I, I just, I, I, um, I'm, I'd like to ask for your forgiveness, you know? <laughs> and he said, you're already forgiven. <laughs> You're already forgiven. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Ugh. And that, that just, I lost it after that. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, this is legit. I mean, that's exactly what Jesus Christ would say, right? Like yeah. he would say, you're already forgiven. And um, as soon as he said that, I just, I just melted even more. And just like more tears just streamed down my face. And, um, yeah, there was some other dialogue that we had, but um, basically at the end of it, I sat in my car there for about 45 minutes after that. And I was just trying to catch my breath and like figure out what just happened. Like, you know, put it up logically, like kind of come back down to earth. I was like up in this cloud and then, and then I went home and um, for about two to three weeks after that, I was just in this different dimension. It was just crazy. Yeah, it was just this different dimension. And it was, I, I, I feel like that was one of the things that really opened my heart, you know. On, yeah. It was a huge heart opening experience. That is a, that is a beautiful experience, especially when you said you're already forgiven. To me, like in my mind, I was like, oh, of course, like an ascended master, like as you were saying those slanderous words back in time, what was Jesus like? He was probably perfectly fine. He's like, so what? Like <laughs> you're already forget. You were forgiven the moment you were saying those words. That's what I was getting. Yeah. And so you, you, you had the experience that, I mean, I'm explaining, but having that experience, it seemed like that was your realization that you were forgiven. That was wild exactly. that's so wild yeah. <laughs> that, that is such a beautiful experience i also had to forgive jesus for slandering him i've had to do that a couple of times I ask forgiveness um or, yeah because yeah, i i know like i before my dad died i was fighting with my dad of, over the gnostic perspective of christ and i was he was basically like christ is this way and i was like if christ is that way i deny christ or whatever like that or, or something like that and i got this horrible vision um that was just basically being a, a dick <laughs> you probably shouldn't like yeah. give your dad so much disease right now yeah. like that's all i was doing is was kind of slowly uh withering his life away instead of you know just affirming his belief and going so he had his on his own soul journey i don't know why i had to challenge it so much mm -hmm. i was just an arrogant uh teenager yeah and uh eventually later i basically had to go to a church and say uh jesus christ is my lord and savior just 
for the mental stability of the whole Christ dogma within mm-hmm. me. I just had to say that out loud to people. Mm-hmm. Not that I believe that. And I know now that like Christ wouldn't even want me to believe that kind of thing. It was just something I had to do as a ritual. I just had to say it out loud as a ritual just for my soul's cleansing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, eventually I started having the visions again of Christ and it wasn't negative. It was beautiful. Like I had this image of Christ in this celestial, um, it was kind of two dimensional, but it was like a celestial holographic vision of Christ. And and when I had that, I was like, oh, I'm at peace. Like I'm, I'm good with. I'm good with that whole that whole uh, thing. I'm 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 okay. Like you're forgiven. Unconditional love is the way, and everything. Mm. That was a beautiful. I'm glad you shared that. Mm. Um, where so we're so we're we're wrapping up. If there's anything else you want to say, but also additionally, where can people find? Assuming this podcast grows more in popularity, people will want to reach out to you, get your insight. You seem extremely wise in the way. Of ascension and soul ascension and business where can people find you and music and you got music go- going on too yeah yeah well thank you brother um you can go to at john paul henderson on instagram if you want to connect on there and other than that um yeah all my links will be on there so you can you can uh go there you can find my music uh, i've got one song out right now got uh several more in the works and um yeah that's where you can find me that's probably the easiest just go to at john paul henderson uh, on instagram perfect yeah thank you this was such a i knew that i had some divine message i knew it this was like a hit. This was stabilized me on the path. My God, the, the way I'm on the way again. Like you, you somehow harmonized my my shadow and light to 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 be more balanced. And we, I, I now that word's great. Uh, uh, so thank you. I appreciate for you coming on and doing this. Yeah, absolutely, Jaron. And thank you for having me, man. I'm so glad that that you got a lot out of this. I did too. It was it was great talking to you.